welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. Today is the finale of season two. We are closing season two today. I'm very happy to say that I actually have a season two. And, uh, (laughs) And I have my friend Rob with me. Hi, Rob. Hey, Jazzy, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Season so, two. Man. Season two. Isn't that crazy? So we're go- I'm going to take a break. I'm taking a break from podcasting for two months just to see what can I do for season three? Like, yeah. what can I, how can I spice it up and, and find something else, you know? Yeah. But uh, today um, I, I invited you because, you know, you were with me all season, you know? And last week I did Amy. And so I closed out the season with Amy last week. And now I'm like talking to you and like people you guys don't know, but Rob and I are like, you know, we're besties. <laughs> Literally talk every week, <laughs> every yeah. week. And we're creating, we're co-creating together. And we're basically, we're both wanting to live the life that we want. And, um, and so we're yeah, we're just creating stuff and we're having a lot of fun. So the the latest thing that we just created was Rob's official unfit community. Rob, talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about that to the, the people who are listening. Uh, well, uh, before I even start talking about it, let me say thank you mm-hmm. uh, for, for the, I, when you said we're co-creating, I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. Cause it makes me seem like I give way more input and efforts to something coming to pass than I do. Uh, Cause <laughs> technically what I thought we was doing was me just being online and you telling me how I needed to, <laughs> to shape up for it to work. Right. Uh, which cool. I'm all for that. Cause that's exactly what happened. But no, the, <laughs> the uncom- unfit community uh, was kind of something I always knew I wanted to do um, to share my understanding of true nature of health and what I've seen from my overall understanding, or as we would say, a paradigm or understanding of the three principles, mind, thought, and consciousness. Um, but the, the community was, was one that I, I felt like would be my flavor. And what I mean by that is just not by, you know, any rules, giving the space for people to just truly be created, creative, um, for them to be expired, for them to collaborate, for them to network. It was just like one of those. And what I love most about the community is that, excuse me, once the invite started coming, people start coming in, which gave me the indication they wanted to connect too. Uh, So that was pretty exciting to see to people wanting to connect, wanting to see what comes about. And so it's, it's been very interesting. The unfit in itself, the brand has been quite different uh for a few months uh, probably not even a few months recently i was involved in a car accident where i totaled my truck and a few things happened one was it was the first time i realized i had almost been in a near-death experience where i really loved living my life and that was a much different feel than having been in near-death experiences before and being okay if i died or not mm. You know, um, this time was like this overwhelming desire to want to make sure, hey, okay, we still in here? We checking in? We still good? Like, it was like 
for whatever is worth, just don't let me die. Like for whatever, just, just give me the ability to see tomorrow so I can have these type days again. Um, I find myself having more fun in my life than I do in my dreams now. Mm. Um, so that's, what's kind of been new for me with unfit. And that was, that was more so where a subtle shift change where while most people thought unfit was about fitness and you can arguably draw that conclusion and you may be able to do it forever because for me personally, fitness is my, um, my, how I prioritize my self-care is something I'm passionate about, something I love doing. But in that accident, I realized that it's not an amount of working out that would have saved my life if it was time for it to go there. And it just took this layer of intensity or so-called correct wayness off of fitness for me. Um, watched a documentary called Human. And on the documentary Human, they talk about food. And the guy starts out saying how food is just fuel, full stop. It's not communion. It's not the wonderful thing you have with your family. It's not this. It's not that. It's not. It's just fuel. That took a level off. And it was just like a deepening into what really am I doing all this for? Bring us back to where we are, trying to live the life I want. Mm -hmm. And so unfit was just seeing where I was self-imposing suffering, where I was intentionally going into the system and now I want to put some suffering there. I want to put some suffering here. I want to put some suffering on that. And then if I have that suffering, that makes it easier for me to accept this life, this fun, because I've suffered through it. And that just no longer looks true to me to do. <laughs> yeah, it makes it okay, right? Okay, so <laughs> like you, you can't have this much fun. So I got to yeah. put in some suffering in there. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, so that's pretty much has been what's fresh for me and what I'm having such an amazing time exploring. Um, yeah, it's, it's just super, super fun. Um, yeah. in the community for you, like you're, you're also because of your, I I'm guessing I, I'm making this up. You can tell me if I'm making it up. Right. Uh, <laughs> because of your background in, 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 uh, the military community is something that like you've been in teams and you've been with people oh, yeah. and you see the impact that it all has. So that's why the community was such a good fit for you. Like you, you can see how it works. Yeah. I mean, I, I see the, the dynamics of team and community uh, so vividly in everything I want to do. Um, sometimes I am a team member who gets to go, you know, hit the hammer to the nail type thing. But what I love most about about my understanding of teams is oftentimes I could just be the source of, of, of space for all the people, all the practitioners or all the people who do the wonderful work throughout the world. I enjoy being the space that they could come sit still in. Mm. You know, uh, I, I do have a joy with coaching. Don't get me wrong. I, I do love someone who who has some anxiety, who has some frustrations or who wants to perform better or 
or who are just considered that their body or their the way they eat are way out of control for the life that they want. So I, don't get me wrong. I do, I do love a bit of that. But I truly love when I'm sitting in a space with a practitioner, a coach, or trainer or some, and they get inspired of a way they want to influence and inspire more people. And that really like lights me up because I'm, I'm never one to point out the right way or wrong way. Um, that's, that's good. That's bad. Don't do this, do that. That's not, that's never been, been me. And more so now way out of, out of what you would consider to be my lane. But it's like, if I get them to see themselves, whatever they do in their lane is going to be the best at it. So the ripple effect it's going to have on the world is going to be tremendous. Yeah. You know, um, if I get a singer who, who sings at the best of their abilities, that's just going to be music to the ears of many listeners. If I get a plumber who, who sees that unclocking a toilet is not based on him, you know, he flows into your house much easily, like a doctor who sees patients, a teacher who sees kids, all of that. It's like, I feel like I just want to arm, and I'll use a military term here. I want to arm the warfighter, you know, for whatever war they want to fight. Mm. And by doing that, I personally don't have to fit in any of those boxes to do it. I don't have to be a PhD to to, to hype a PhD up. I don't have to have a master's degree to do that. I just, just got to be me. Just got to share my experience and just got to see it for myself. If I see it, I can say it. And yeah. enough, you know, where people can hear it. We, you know, you know, I, I, I think the, the podcast started in season two. I, I forget exactly when it started, but I think it's like three months. I think it was March, something to that effect. So like we, We've been basic. I, I'm looking, I'm thinking back to like March seems so far away. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. That's such a paradigm it's, shift it's, since then. Absolutely. It, yeah. There's so much that has transformed. Like you were talking about holding the space, right? I, the thing that I've started seeing more and more for myself is I love co-creating. Like, you know, I knew I liked it. I just, somebody, I was coaching somebody and she was like, she stopped me and she's like, oh my God, I'm co-creating with you right now. This is so freaking awesome. And, and I saw it like, and see, I'm telling you and I get the goosebumps. And so this is my new thing. Like if I get the goosebumps, like for me, like it's just showing me how I'm in a space of truth. Yeah. Like whenever I get goosebumps. So now I'm talking to these people, I'm co-creating stuff with them and which is, you know, stuff that I did with you. But like, yeah, I have the how to and I have the how we do things, but it's your energy, right? Like it's like because I was talking with you, like. I heard you talk about community. I heard you do what you do. Yeah. And this just like, I, it was just like, for me, it was like, this looks like something good for you. And I created from you. If I look at the, the visuals, the images, the, how, the, how, how it's spoken, how it's posted, it's your essence. Yeah. And that is just cool. I, I just love being able to see your essence mm -hmm. and bring, bring it out in the world, show yeah. it to the world. Yeah. 
And so what I call a walking example of what we teach. Yeah. But a walking I, example. I I but I've seen I've seen how what I love to do is create. And yeah. I love to create. Don't get me wrong, I can create my stuff also. But I love, love, love to co-create. Yeah. And that is different for me in this season. This is something that I've by talking to everybody that I have talked, because, you know, like I speak to so many people in the podcast and everybody has their own way of thinking mm -hmm. about living their life, the life they want. But I'm getting more and more grounded in, in just that. Like yeah. I have been living the life I want, but I was like you fitting in boxes. Yeah. Right. I was making myself fit in boxes and now I'm starting to see where I'm putting myself in these boxes. Oh, yeah. And once you realize that, once you see yourself putting it, you realize that is not what I want to be doing right now. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to do that, especially when they're, I don't have to. I think that's new now is knowing yeah. I don't have to. Right before, I thought it was no choice. It was part of the part for the course, as we say it. But no, it's not. It's really not. Um, I love the piece about the co-creation because there's this old scripture, Baptist scripture, that my mom <clears throat> or the church when I grew up used to say, and they say, "Where two or three people are gathered, God will be in the midst." Right. So um, when I heard you say that, it's the first thing that came to my head of what happens when another human being is next to you and i think the image that i kind of got was oh okay so the moment you start co-creating you just get a real live example of another beautiful being that you get to bounce reflect light off of in a sense and mm -hmm. it it provides its own different light at that point yeah you know that's it's kind of like we're both shining we're both shining from this universal life force. It's shining through me, Rob. It's shining through you, Jazzy. But when those two lights come across the same path at the same time, they create a different kind of light. Mm. You know, and that kind of light gets people, don't get, who knows? But yeah. it's, it's, it's just a different light. And so you, you're in awe of it. You're struck by it. You're, you're just like, and it's, and like you said, yes, I could sit here and create my own stuff. But I'm only running that prism of lightness through myself. So, of course, everything I look at goes through my thinking, my understanding, and it's nothing to reflect it out real time, so to speak. When you're co-creating, it's like, it's so easy to see because all I got is me and all you got is you. So the moment you see a different color than what you're used to seeing out of your prism, grabs your attention. And that's when those two, boom, when they intersect and that new color comes, that's the space where you got to draw pictures and do everything from. And this happened to us. I remember one time we was working on some and we had been working for 15, 20 minutes, probably even longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I know wow, what you're talking that, about. Is that much trouble hanging on with me, huh? It feels <laughs> like farther than what it is. Wow. Thanks, Jazzy. <laughs> Great. You know, I was more, I, 
Don't make it sound like such a death trap <laughs> to hang out with me on the telephone. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, but yeah. And and all of a sudden we was having a hard time with it. We couldn't, it just didn't resonate. There was pictures. We may have liked this, we met, but nothing yeah, we about changed the project. It totally. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we scratched it by mere thought of, I think you said, wait, let me try this. Yeah totally new template comes up everything falls into place and everything we have been trying to do for 45 minutes that came together in less than five and we were over the hill about it like we were both in just pure shock and amazement at how we did this in five minutes when we spent 45 minutes trying to so-called do it so but yeah, you know, I, uh... that's what's really cool about it. That's what I actually loved about, you know, co-creating with you is that you're willing to try it. You're like me. You're willing to try it. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's just try shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. And it's and it's what's also really cool is that it's a living, breathing thing. So like we started working, you know, a while ago together and we started creating little things and we were like, okay, let's try this. But now we're kind of like, well, that was kind of cool. And now it's like, it's morphing into something else. And then we're kind of like, well, this is kind of cool. Well, now I could do that. And it's just like, it's, it's like our business are living, breathing thing. And you know, that was one thing in my business. Like if, Anybody that knows me knows that I've tried shit, but I've tried shit alone. (laughs) You know, I've done, I've never co-created the way that I'm co-creating now. I was just creating the way that I was doing it. And, and it was just bigger than me. I had to do it. You know, like if I look at everything that I've done in my life, you know, from, a teenager, I used to sell ice cream on the Dickie D bicycles. And then, you know, I became a babysitter at 10. Then, you know, I started working in a Depanar and in and, and every place, I just loved it. It was a co-creation and I would see people, uh, it was a creation and I would see people and I always loved to be with people. And my friends would roll their eyes. I remember my first boss, he's like, when I met him, I'd gone for like 13 years from working with him. And I met him and he says, so what are your projects now? He's like, he's like, I know you, you, you always have projects. Yeah. Yeah. And I took it wrong. Like I, I made it mean that it was, there was something wrong with me that I did that. No. Uh, no. I know. I know you do that now. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Me. Yeah. Like, and I and I would just but I would push through it and I would still do it. I would take breaks and I would do, okay, no, I have to go create something. Right? Yeah. But now I'm like, you know what? That's what I like to do. I actually love to create stuff. I I can create anything and anybody can create anything. Create anything. That's a good point. I think what's what's cool for me is I am a 180 from what I was, meaning before I had this understanding that I can have the life that I want, I lived from it must be fixed knowledge and I'm not trying anything new. That was the assumption which governed all of my behaviors. Nope. Mm, I don't know nothing about that. Not trying it. scratch. I got this lane and I'm staying in it. 
You know, I didn't even need the bumpers. You know, like when you go bowling, the little bumpers in case you bounce. No, no, don't even touch the bounce. That means you're out of line if you touch the boundary. Like it's it's just way out of place, and it is a very funny or it, it would seem like a very insignificant story, but it really just was like you can hear the noise in my head of a glass just breaking, and that's my dad. So my dad uh, comes out to visit me one time, and we go out to eat or whatever, and I'm like, Dad, Dad, try this. He's like, Oh hell no, I don't like that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Where'd you have it at? Oh, I ain't never had it. <laughs> Wait, that? Well, how you know? Yeah, I can just tell. I can look at it and tell. I don't like it. So my dad, that's how my dad goes, right? And that's how so I was. Funny. Yeah, it's so funny when we go places to eat or do anything. Like, if he doesn't know it, he hates it automatically. Right? Yeah, my dad's the same. <laughs> so we go to this restaurant last time we was together. And I said, Dad, I want you to try this. He was like, oh, I know. I don't like that. Mm-mm, I don't like that at all. So I asked the, the server, I said, can I have a sample of that? And so my dad's still over here saying, no, no, I don't want that. I don't, I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. And so the service pulls the little stuff back in and kind of throws the serving cup away. And I was like, excuse me, what are you doing? She was like, oh, he's not eating that. I was like, man, would you give me my sample? He's about to eat this. He's about to try this. My dad, I mean, the frown, the balled up face, the whole night. As if I'm basically asking him to drink poison, in a sense. He's got all of them. All I was asking him to try was a piece of tofu, seasoned tofu. That's it. A piece. It was a little, like a piece. He's like, I mean, the whole time he puts it in his mouth, he's chewing. It's the most disgusting thing he's ever tasted on his face. Until he starts smiling. He looks at the cup. He goes, hmm. Let me get a little bit more of that. Let me try that. Let me, let me get a little bit more of that. <laughs> so then he wants me to order that for him. And I just could not stop laughing at that. Because when we sat down and eat, he devoured this tofu. Like he literally, as if he had never ate nothing else. He, he loved the taste of that particular tofu. And that was kind of like how I used to live. Like I need, if I didn't know it, if it didn't look a certain way, if it didn't, I wasn't even about trying it. And I just missed out on a whole bunch of things. Same. You know, I missed out on, on things that I later found out was good. I lived in Japan for three years and didn't eat Japanese food. Like didn't eat sushi. I didn't eat sushi till I came back to the United States. Think about that. Really, Robert? Like you... (laughs) You're in Japan and you won't try Japanese food, but you're going to try it once you come back to America. That ain't even Japanese food. That's American food. <laughs> That's not even. Yeah. <laughs> so I was the same. Now it's about exploring, trying, co-creating, see what I could fail at, you know, because I don't have to have all the answers. I mean, plainly put, I don't have all the answers. Yeah. And that's the space I need to operate from. And it's a different space. Like, it's kind of like we... I guess we thought, well, you know, I'm safe if I have the all the answers, right? Let's yeah. it's kind of oh, like it safety thinking. Eh? Yeah. 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 Not true, but it feels safe. Yeah. Feels safe. Not true as hell. I mean, yeah. nowhere near true at all, but it sure as hell makes you feel safe. Yeah. I um you know, I I'm the same. I mean, I've only started eating anything. I'm gonna t- say in the past. 15 years Mm -hmm. you know that's not long ago 
you know, considering I'm 51. I mean, until I was 30, I mean, a lot of friends that haven't been hanging with me, you know, because as you grow older, your friends get families, they have kids. So you don't do the usual thing. Let's go to the restaurant. Let's do this. Let's do that. Some friends still think I don't eat anything. I, I pretty much eat anything. You know, I even cook my own stuff now, you know, and I'm, I'm amazed that I missed out on onions. I can't believe I missed out on onions all my life. Yeah, you could have. You could keep yeah. missing out on them. Onions yeah. are horrible. You could keep missing out on them. <laughs> I love them. Red onions are just the best. I love I, If I taste the onion on my food, it is over. <laughs> I need the whole thing done over. Really, Robert? I, Really? I'm to my for real. I can't do onions. I get no. I get what about I get garlic? peppers. You know what else I used to dislike? What? Beets. Beets and onions are like I can't. Yeah. I can't. I've had honestly, I've been ordering these meal kits. And uh in one of the meal kits, I don't eat beets, but in one of the meal kits, there was a salad with um sh- the um, the beets are dry and they're in strings, like they're like shredded, ju- shredded beets. Yeah. Okay. And they were dry and they put that. And I was like, I was like, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just doing it. Just I'm doing just it. And doing it was it. good. I put it in there and oh my God, it was so good. Like really? spring mix that with, so- oh my God, it was delicious. Which, which one? Cause it, we used the same, which, which one, which meal was it? Do you remember? Uh, well, at the time it was probably good food. Good food. Uh, well, text it to me. Cause I, I'm again, I, I remember like, the really? last time I tried beets was this beet elite. Like it was a, you put a scoop of, of powder beets in okay. water and drink it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It has <laughs> to be the good stuff. It has to be the real stuff. Oh, okay. I'll, Got I'll, it. I'll, I'll send you the, the recipe in, in our group. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so this was uh, this was a really really cool uh, three four months. I have no idea again how long it's been. So I hope that people who have been listening, I hope you've been enjoying um, what you've heard. If you have any comments uh, uh, or if you have any ideas for me, what you you'd like to see somebody come back on the show uh let me know also i would certainly love to know that um yeah rob 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 is definitely gonna come back so there's no problem this is not rob saying this (laughs) this is the voice you should listen to saying this (laughs) he's so silly so um that being said i think that i want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening and uh supporting me because uh, like this was fun i can't believe it's been two season two yeah. seasons already it's like many episodes <laughs> many uh, episodes well i want to thank everybody for welcoming me uh yeah. so graciously as i came through with the things but again for for you uh, just your applause, your flowers um, for all of the insights and the transformation you've made within yourself and going through the journey. Because you're right, we're close friends. So I've seen the jump from season one to season two. I've seen the jump in mid-season. 
you know uh so i'm excited about season three in itself yeah uh, it was, but, yeah, it was man, that you, triggered by you actually season two was triggered by you by something you said like you basically said to me um jasmine i want you to be on camera like you are when me when there's no camera yes when there's no camera yeah yeah so i worked on that like i know that there are episodes that i was still jasmine the professional yeah. uh, but i like that i've i've been I've had my feet in who I truly am, no matter what. And it, I'm getting <laughs> like, I'm getting used to it. Like I see how I, my automatic way of being is yeah. I got to hide it. Uh, no, I, I know it. Cause I remember now the conversation we had when that lady was about to get cursed out and, but you were in the car. And I think you said, you're lucky I'm in the car because I, I it, was, oh, yeah. it was something about where because of where you were, she didn't get the full. And I was like, oh, so there's different you in different places. I think it was that conversation that was super funny. Yeah. He was like, I was trying to be professional with me, but I wanted to tell her. And I was yeah. Like, Let them be the same. But yeah. What's so funny about that is today um, I had a keynote earlier. Okay. And all I was thinking about from the time I, when I started getting ready for this, it's like, just don't be in keynote mode. Just don't be in keynote mode. Just don't, cause I've came, I've shown up in keynote mode before and yeah. went back and listened was like, oh my God, you're horrible. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's so funny. Yes. Yeah. Me, I, I remember. So guys, like if you want to look for yourself, you know, where you have your hat, I mean, I can see I have my professional hat. I have my host hat. I had my funny hat. I had, I'm trying to just be me. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think it reaches the unfit too, right? That's kind of like. Oh, absolutely. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does. Wow. All right. Well, Rob, thank you very much. I don't know what you're going to do in season three yet. I haven't decided, but I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. I figured I'll be there. I'll be there. All right. Well, everybody, um, I think Rob might have a last mess, a last minute message. Do you have any like any um, nuggets of wisdom for people before I say my ending message? Ooh, nuggets for wisdom. Um, yes. A wise man once said nothing at all. Because if you go back and look at these, the season, and you listen to you now, I don't think anything else has to be said. You truly exemplify living the life you want. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say what I want for you guys is to dream it, dare it, do it, live the life you want. That's what I want for everybody. So thank you, everyone, and take care. <laughs>